Okay, so Jen is going to introduce our friend here and just do a real quick interview. I'm bringing you up here because so in, was it 2012 that we went with Chris Westhoff? There was a team of us. Chris was mentoring and training up. Um, We were kind of stepping into this new place. And we uh, went to, what was the city in Oxford? Um, No, where we did the women's retreat. It was in Oxford? Okay. And Helen, um, Chris had told us that Helen was going to be coming, and we had never met her. And she um, led us in worship. She actually, you were the first person that sang, you're worthy of it all. That's where we heard that song. Um, But you know how you just meet those people, and in a moment, you're like, I love her, I know her, and I want what she has. And we're family. Like, we're going to be best friends. It was like love at first sight, right? Um, And so we've been in relationship ever since. And so we were just, um, we want to honor you this morning and all that you carry. Helen carries intimacy. Uh, as if you were here this morning, you uh, got to taste that. She carries intimacy and this heart for making room and making space with the Holy Spirit in a beautiful way. She, this, this thing that she carries and contains is like another, none other than I've experienced. And knowing her has dramatically changed my life and enriched my life and challenged me and grown me in so many ways. Joni, I'll say anything. Ah, come on, babe. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, well, the cool thing is we get to hang out for the next few days, so I'm excited. Sorry. Um, I just ditto, ditto all that. Just the first time um, we were together and, and just that place of, of just worshiping and, and uh, day after day we just came with no agenda I don't know about you, but I'm kind of an agenda person, so that was hard for me at first, but no agenda, and literally, I saw an army come in with Jesus walking in that place, and I had not experienced that in a corporate place before, so just uh, thank you for bringing that in, and, and even the worship today, and just so excited to celebrate you, and we just want you to share a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and what is happening in England. What, you know, we're seeing this move of the Holy Spirit across the United States, but it's global. It's happening everywhere. So we just kind of want you to give some language to that for us, if you will. In how, how long have I got? Five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's really good to be here today. Um, I literally arrived at Jen's at my time about two o'clock in the morning <laughs> last night. Um, but it's just really good. And just excited to be with you. Thank you for coming on that journey this morning. You know, we can we can sort of head off into the adventure of worship, if you like. But unless the people are willing to go, um, we can only go so far. So bless you for that. I really believe that God is expanding you. That's what I want to say. You know, the words that were coming this morning just really resonating. And I was saying to Jen this morning that I was in a, a, a gathering of sort of unknown, if you like, prophetic and apostolic people a week ago. And somebody shared um, a picture to try and describe kind of where we're at, a lot of people in the UK. And I think it's not dissimilar to yourselves. Um, and you may be aware that it, we're coming up to the 400-year anniversary of the Mayflower setting sail from England to, to come and populate America. And uh, 
So you're all just British, really, oh, at heart. Yeah, it's it's okay. so, so they set sail in this, you know, for the new land, for this land of promise, of expectation. They had been used to the English climate, the English way of life, the English way of building houses, the English way of, um, you know, hierarchy and relationship in their community and so on. And they're on this boat and they set sail. And there came a point where when they looked back, they could no longer see the British Isles. They could no longer see the land that they had left. But they also couldn't see the land that they were going to. So there was a long period of time, weeks, where they couldn't see anymore where they'd left and all that had been familiar to them. And yet they didn't have a picture yet of what that looked like. And I don't know about you, but that just so resonates with where I feel I'm at and a lot of people are at at, at the moment in the UK. We have ditched some of the old ways of doing things. We have recognized that we have restricted what the Holy Spirit has wanted to do. And so we are forging forward into a new shape, a new way. It's new, but it's old, and it's old, but it's new. And, and we don't even have the language for it. We don't know what it's going to look like. We don't even know whether all the tools and the skills that we learn in the old country are going to work in the same way in the new country. And so one of the things that we were talking about, we were discussing in this gathering last week was, so what are we meant to do on the boat then? <laughs> when we can't see where we've been and we can't see where we're going. And so there was this sense of, actually, now's the time to begin to ask the Lord for blueprints and strategy. And we may not know even where that's going to fit yet. Um, but he's going to begin to do that. And I really believe that the place of intimacy in worship and the secret place is one of those keys that we may not understand fully how that's going to play out and how that's going to pan out, but it is absolutely essential. We can no longer depend on the worship team to move us into a place of intimacy. We can no longer depend on our CDs from Bethel and Sean Foyt and, well, Hillsongs, we use a lot of Hillsongs in the UK, to get us into a place of worship. We have to engage our hearts in an act of worship and surrender to the King of Kings. Because if we don't, we are going to be like those bridesmaids that ran out of oil. And we're not going to have what we need. And... We are moving into a new territory where uh, copying doesn't work anymore, where replica doesn't work anymore, where reproducing something that you've seen or heard doesn't work anymore. If it's not authentic, if it's not been birthed in the secret place, it's going to show that it's not been birthed in the secret place. And so, you know, for a lot of us, we were talking about this on the way over, you know, this, being in this place of hiddenness can feel frustrating and it can feel like, we're really not sure what's going on. But, you know, it's such a key place. Don't rush to move out of that. Don't rush to move out of the transition until God says it's time to come forth. So, in, you know, in the UK, I think we're in a, we're in a similar place. There's a lot of people. Um, 
I, I want to say it's not really leaving established churches, but it is, there's a lot of dissatisfaction, if you like, with the way things have been. There's a lot of people that are saying, I don't fit in that mold. What I'm hearing doesn't fit in that mold. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of people coming out of streams into more national connections and gatherings and lots of conversations taking place. Um, there is a move, certainly in the circles that I move in. We have been really blessed with our American cousins that come and have invested in the UK. But I want to tell you that the UK is going to start releasing its own sound. And that the apostolic and the prophetic voices in the UK are going to begin to be heard. And the songs and the worship and the sound, the ancient sound of the UK is going to be heard. And we're going to begin to put back into you. So I, I prophesy that. And we have... Unfortunately, the British as a race, we kind of just go, oh, yeah, come and help us with that. Come and do that for us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's time for us to say we take our place as a leader amongst nations. And uh, so I'm, that's something that's really, I'm really passionate about. Um, and this thing about sound and DNA. You know, I want to say to you that there will probably never be an exact gathering as there is this morning, exactly the same. And if you know anything a little bit about physics and quantum physics, you might know that all matter resonates. Everything vibrates. The chair vibrates, we vibrate, the overhead, the flags. Everything is vibrating. And so in the same way, heaven also has a, a frequency and a vibration, okay? And when we worship, there's been studies done. I'm going a little bit off track, but sorry about this. Um, there is something called DNA music. I don't know if you've heard that. They've actually then tracked DNA and they make it reproduce a musical sound. So that means that everybody's DNA releases an individual sound. So when we are gathered and we talk about the sound of heaven, what is happening is that when... So when I say connect with your spirit in worship and you release that unique sound that only you can release. Only you can release. And your family has a sound because you have similar DNA. This house has a sound because of the DNA that you have in this house. But we can resonate with the frequency of heaven. And when we do that, that's when things start to shift. That's when atmospheres start to shift. That's when miracles can start to happen because we are creating something called entrainment, which, which brings that resonance to what we're doing. And so we want to do that. We want to line up with heaven. So I just encourage you in that. I feel like there was an expansion. That's what I was singing this morning. There's an expansion taking place in you this morning. And I want to encourage you, and particularly Jen and, and Matt and, and Marvin in this, that what we saw happening this morning was that when, when the presence of God comes, it comes in waves. And it's very easy for us after the first wave to go, oh, well, that was lovely. Uh, let's just sit down now. But as we, as we keep pursuing that, as it, as it dies down and then we just let that sound rise again, what we find is it comes in greater and greater and greater. And then that will release the prophetic into the house and that will release direction into the house and it will release miracles into the house. And, but I really encourage you to do this at home, in your car, in the shower, when you're cooking, whatever, 
just begin to worship, just sing. Sing in the spirit. Just worship, just pray, just speak the word out. But do it intentionally where you know that what you are doing is releasing the sound of heaven into your, into your atmosphere. So uh, very briefly, one of the things that my husband and I do in the UK is we run uh, retreats and sort of worship events called Heart Space. And uh, if you ever want to come, just say to oh. Matt and Jen. <laughs> and really, we have a whole weekend with no agenda. And uh, we just come aside and we gather together. And normally they're quite small and we just worship and we see what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And so it's so simple. I want to tell you that connecting with the heart of God is so simple. It's kind of not easy in some ways because we have to set aside time and we have to make a point of it. But it is simple once we're there. And it is as simple as saying, Holy Spirit, you are in me and I am in you. And as the Passion Translation says, we are entwined as one. And so really heart space is as simple as that. I say we're making space for our heart to connect with the heart of God. And in that place, anything can happen. And that's what excites me about worship with no agenda. That's what excites me about coming aside because anything can happen, anything. He might come with healing. We might just spend the time on our faces in lost in awe and wonder. He might come with joy breaking out. He might come with encouragement. We don't know and that's why it's exciting. So don't be afraid, don't be afraid leaders in this house to go for it. Really just give the Holy Spirit space. And however scary that feels, I can guarantee, because I've been doing it for 25 years, or more, 30 years, that he will always, always, always come through with what he wants to do. And there's days it might be messy, and there's days when you might go, okay, I really don't know what's going on here. But do you know what? When we give him space, he comes and he, and he does that. So I encourage you to do that, to have a cup of coffee and sit with him at home and give him space in your day. Give him space in your meetings. Give him space in your worship times. Anything else? Is that okay? Do you want to, I'll pray for you. Sally? Jim? Come on up here. Amen. Let's just all stretch forth our hands to Helen. That was, man, you are such a nurturer. Just you open your mouth. I felt so nurtured. I felt so cared for. You have such a pastoral heart, and it's a prophetic gifting, but it comes across with such love and nurturing. Like, aren't you glad for women of God, saints? Women who carry this kind of leadership and anointing. We need, we need yes. Helen's like quadrupled in the earth, like more. I mean, just more women release. So, Lord, we thank you, whoa, for Helen in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for the... She is a deep well. She is a deep well, and we all got to partake and be, uh, be nurtured and be trained and, and equipped, Lord, even through her time here this morning. So we gladly receive it, Lord. We are so grateful. And we pray prosper her and her family, Lord, even more 
even more. Thank you that the gifts and calling of God, you make room, Lord, concerning those things. And so we pray more room, more favor, more anointing in the name of Jesus, more open doors in the name of Jesus. We bless Helen from the well. We bless you. We bless you for expansion, not only us being expanded, but you being expanded. The tent pegs going forward to the north, south, east, and west in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Seal it, Lord. So good. Or pack your bags and you guys move here. Help us do this. Bruce, come ahead up, buddy. How many of you guys are thankful that we have this incredible teaching gift in our body, Mr. Bruce? Lloyd. Sorry, we'll see how far you get this morning, but it's good. So, Lord, we are grateful for a five-fold teacher in our midst, Lord. He's not little T. It's a capital T teacher, Lord, in our midst. And, uh, Lord, when Bruce opens his mouth, I just, I leave fed. And I'm just grateful, Lord, again, for the people you've gathered here. So, I... uh, I saw fire in the pulpit this morning when I walked in, so I prayed, let your fire be on Bruce, Lord, in this remaining time in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I am not sure how you follow any of this. And I'm not sure I'm supposed to, honestly. I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking, okay, 12 minutes. So Jesus, what do you want to do here? So the question I've got for you guys is, we've got two choices. One, we can just go with the Spirit here, and we just might do that. Or you can indulge me, and uh, we can hang you over for an extra 15 minutes this morning. So, and if you've got kids, that means you've got to go grab them in the middle. But I'm thinking, I think the Spirit's moving something here. I, I don't know. I, be gone, be gone. All right. Um, I, really, I really wanted to finish up. I, that was my heart this morning. I wanted to finish up. Uh, the Beatitudes this morning. Um, we only got two left. We're talking about peacemakers and, and persecution, which would have been a fun little ending to the day. But I, I think that the Lord is doing something different here. And, and so um, I, I guess what I want to do is affirm what's going on. I want to affirm what is happening here. Because I'm, I'm sitting here, I, I remember telling you guys this when we, when we c- kind of got elder-led, and, and we were like, what are we doing? We have no idea what we're doing. And, and somebody said, are we looking for a pastor and all that kind of stuff? And it's like, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not looking for a pastor. We're looking for God to bring somebody. And, and God brought somebody. And, and I'm so excited about these next four weeks, man, where you're going to be teaching us. But, but what I see in this body is the Spirit of God moving. And, and I'm sitting up here listening, you know, and... and getting to sing and not have to play and, and realizing that, you know what, God, you, you've got a different agenda here this morning. And so I, I just want to go with that. I just want to say, God is moving in our house and he's moving in our city. And it's way beyond us at this point. You know what? We, we literally are. We're holding on for the ride. And so I, I, am, I was just so blessed by Helen. Um, that was so cool this morning. And uh, we kind of all sat up there and thought, this is really kind of fun. It eliminates rehearsal is what it does. <laughs> and, and you just show up and let God run. 
And so that's, that's a beautiful thing. But I think um, word for you guys this morning is fasten your seatbelts. It really is. I, I, I just, I see what's going on with overflow. Well, actually, I haven't been there, but I hear what's going on with overflow in this building. Uh, I see what's happening among us. I see who he's bringing to us. It's just been awesome. Every week, it's like we get blessed with some new person walking in the door to impart to us. And, and, uh, and I, that's cool. You know what? It just, it, it makes you hold your role loosely. It really does. It's, it's like, pfft, you don't need you don't need anybody in here, but we need all of us. We all bring the fullness of Christ to this thing, you know, and it's not, it's not a solo flight. You're not, it's not a personality-driven ministry here. And so I love that, you know, we bring John up to pray, and we can, we can have Helen here to lead worship, and, and you know, we get Jen. And, and, and Tom painting. Yeah, Tom. Tom was painting this morning. Did you guys catch that? He's painting the roaring lion up there, man. It's so cool. So um, I, think, I think what, we, what we, want, we need to do this morning is just turn to each other in small groups and minister to each other. I, I think that, you know, uh, there's nothing I can do up here. I think, think the Spirit needs to do it out here. And so I'm just going to turn us loose to, to minister to each other. Um, and... If the things that were shared this morning have resonated with you, that maybe God's expanding you, or maybe some of the prophetic words that were spoken, and I love that you said, man, if, if you felt that, receive it. Yeah, that's cool. Individualized prophecy can go to anybody, man. If you, if you feel that, you resonate with it, then you grab it and run with it. So, but let's pray for one another right now. Just turn to the folks near. Maybe you don't know the person sitting next to you or nearby. Introduce yourself. This is, this is a great time to do that. But ask this, what's one thing I can be praying for you right now? Okay? And I think that's the way we're going to wrap our service. We're just going to pray together. Okay? Uh, it's the body of Christ. And uh, let's do it. Minister to one another. Amen. Bird here.